On today's episode of Down the Wire, we have a special guest, Grant Bills from WKTY Lacrosse Sports Radio. I'm trying to give him a great intro here. He joins us today on the show. We had a great segment with him. We recorded it earlier, so we're throwing it in the middle of it, but we have big news. We have new NBA's finals champions, quick hits, hot takes, oh, and the fire Milwaukee Brewers City Connect jerseys. It all happens today on Down the Wire. So long. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Sports podcast down the wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Sports podcast down the wire. Down the wire. Yeah, down the wire. Yeah, Tom and Dave. Episode number 72. Gabagool. Down the wire. Hey. 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 We're going to do this whole episode like Like pieces of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, you just ramped it up. We had to be pieces of shit, eh? Off the rip, man. Ah. Ah. Happy Father's Day, everyone out there. Uh... Fuck you looking at June 19th, 2022, episode number 72. Welcome to Down the Wire. My name is Tom Wirtz. It's my brother Dave. Uh, we talk about professional sports sometimes in unprofessional ways. We had some big news over the week. We have a new uh, NBA Finals champion. We got to get to that. We got new jerseys dropping for the Brewers. Are you, um, are you just rehashing the intro? Yeah, that you said was really long. Uh <laughs> But I wanted to ask, I wanted to get some kickback before we get to our later segments on in the show. And you went and played pickleball today, right? Super. Yeah. How was it? Uh, man, it was, it was good. I only played like two games. I got there a little later than normal, but mm. uh, yeah, two games, intense, had to uh, whoop some ass. Some, some old ladies beat me up. I beat up some old ladies. Nice. You know, thankfully we have this pickleball context. Otherwise, it would sound very weird how I'm just like, I beat up some old ladies. Um, eh. Feeling pretty good. Subjective. Uh, now, especially, uh, I know you haven't noticed the giant spider on the ceiling. Uh, and I find that awesome. Wow. That thing is huge. Dude. And it's like deep black. I'm not really that afraid of spiders. Yeah, good. They don't really do much, like, in the fear category. You you throw a centipede on the ceiling, and we stop the recording right now. Ooh, like the house centipedes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, those things. Or, or, or do you like the, like, the like big beefy stick like beef stick looking ones that got like the the light brown legs yeah those are so gross that are moving so, cool, so fast no what about absolutely not Where do those fall somewhere in the middle of those okay yeah i i wouldn't say that they're as bad but they're bet worse than spiders for sure also rodents much worse than spiders any rodent like no ew i saw a freaking muskrat for the first time this year i think ever in my life what, those What's things, wrong with muskrats? It's literally a beaver with a rat tail. The grossest yes. thing ever. What do they serve for the ecosystem? Food. Okay, I'll believe it, but I don't want it's them like coming mosquitoes. near me. Oh, God. Ugh. And who <laughs> likes those? I, look, I didn't say anyone likes mosquitoes. Uh, what about here? This was uh, earlier. Uh, what, the, what the fuck was it called? Uh, 
lawn shrimps. Yeah, I, I'm part of. I, a, I've never heard of these. I'm part of a bug group on Facebook because I I like I wanted to name this bug uh, that I found, and now mm. I'm like obsessed with this group because it's like fucking awesome. Yeah, what about lawn shrimps? That's not a real creature, dude. Isn't that thing fucking weird? That's on land. Yes. No way. And uh, so, like, ew. Yeah, yeah. Look at this thing. Those that thing's disgusting. Gross. So like the but the Looks crazy like an thing, embryo. The the crazy thing about them is that their skin is hyper absorbent to water. So like they can't be near any water, otherwise they just drowned. Oh. Like standing so up. So like the complete opposite of shrimp. Yeah. Okay. That's what oh lawn shrimps. Well, know? I'm just saying, why does Nuts! it look so much like a fucking shrimp? Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to yeah. our entomological... Peabody. Entomological... Okay. Should we get to some sports? <laughs> NBA Finals Champions. 2022, the Golden State Warriors. Never had any doubt in my mind. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they, they did it. They did it. Steph Curry, 31-6-6-2. Like, great stat line for him. Didn't even have to make a three in game five. Um, and Draymond Green is the one that gets to talk all the shit still too. Dude, so, Draymond is on a rampage dude, right now. The, the fuck you tour we wanted Aaron Rodgers to have this last year is what Draymond got. Uh, except Draymond has, has exceeded expectations. He is leaving no stone unturned. He kept his receipts. And just proceeds to just be a dick hole to every last person and and he's got the podcast on top of it so now he gets this platform and you know how many how long until we see the stanley cup nope not that what's that the larry o'brien trophy yeah uh how long until we see that in the background of his podcast uh he better have it he better do like a podcast uh like a vlog or one where he's just naked and the Larry O'Brien trophy is like in between his legs. Like like popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome, dude. Oh my gosh. I uh Jason Tatum had a rough playoffs when you look at it. And bum! uh did not impress in the NBA finals. What a fucking first, bum. First person to ever get a hundred turnovers in an NBA playoff. Um, and the flops were a plenty in these plays. And that's why I games. just don't feel bad. I'm sorry. I hate to say I was rooting for the Warriors, but I just could not root for Boston oh, this entire why time. Why do you hate to say that? Because it is a little lame to see the same teams winning, and I get it. I was rooting for the same team to win it, but that was for a different cause. I would like to see variety if it wasn't, but this Boston team, it, it just felt like they were trying to take the easy, easy way every once in a while. Which is crazy and- because they were – the best team in the second half of the season. Yeah, it was it was the team that it seemed like they were just like trying to soak out. Or, oh, okay, soak out. Mm, yeah, maybe not the right word. <laughs> Sponge up, soak up. Mm. Nope, why why would know. you soak out? The fuck, <laughs> ring like out, ring out. Maybe yeah. they seemed like they were r- wrung out this po- playoffs after oh, their hard play. So tired. Yes. That's what you were trying to. It's going to be an analogy or something, metaphor maybe. I don't know. Oh, someone died. 
Dude, I actually had a cop pull behind me like when I was coming here down Pennsylvania and flew up behind me, switched lanes into my lane. I was screwed, I thought. I pulled over, and he flew right past me. Why would you be screwed? What were you doing that was potentially illegal? Nothing. But you know when a cop just flips their <laughs> lights on and they get behind you, you know sure. you have that feeling. You, if you weren't speeding. I wasn't. Oh, then you have nothing to worry about. I, I didn't get pulled over, did I? Expired license? No. Oh, then oh. you have nothing to worry about. Check engine light is on, though, for sure. Oh, yeah. I have to get my uh, brakes replaced. Emissions is until February, well, though, is so this, I'm chilling. It, like, you could tell this is a Father's Day episode because all we are talking about is like dad things right now. Hey, look at look at this bug in this uh this bug group I'm a part of on Facebook. Did you get to see the child today? She's downstairs. I, just making sure. <laughs> I didn't get to see her, so I didn't know. Yeah, well, came over kind of late. late. Down the wire at night. Um, anything else with this NBA Finals we should talk? No, about? No, it fucking sucked, and I'm I'm over it. What does this do oh, for uh, Steph Curry's legacy? Does this make him top five all time? <sighs> I think there's an argument for him to be top three. Uh, and by the end of it, I think like he'll right almost now, for right sure now, be there. the big guys like uh, uh, ESPNs and the Fox Sports are all debating whether or not he should get into top ten. I think that's no doubt. Um, I think that's no doubt he's top ten right now. I I don't know. Like I I go back and forth with it because like, damn, he's really fucking good. And the game is so different. So, like, how are we measuring this? Are we measuring it based off of what people used to play and, like, whether he could play in that? Because, like, if he's going against Charles Barkley in, you know, the the early 90s, like, he's getting his ass kicked. Yeah, but if he played in the 1970s, they would have, like, executed him for what he would do to them on the court. Like, he would drop 90 a game. Uh, well, maybe not that much. The spider just fell? Yeah, it did. Oh, my God. That was <laughs> Remember, you're like, oh, I'm not afraid of spiders. I didn't react appropriately, I guess. No, your face. You look like a fucking just Muppet. Came down, came down right in front. Where is it at? It's somewhere over here. Is it in the carpet? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think my feet are up here. <laughs> so... I think personally for Steph Curry's legacy, he is now a top five player probably all time. You you got to add on, what, four titles now? Five titles now? Four. Four titles now. Uh, he's got the finals MVP that he's been chasing for all this time, too. He's got two MVPs, all-time three-point leader, you know, multiple 30-point-per-game seasons. But, and if he's not there right now, I'm maybe – jumping the gun i think by the end of his career he's you, gonna be known you, as uh, okay he about, will be on nba's mount rushmore by top the top five his type five in in offense because i mean what's his defense it's, it's kind of all that matters in the nba though uh, look at Giannis. yeah i i mean steph curry has look at lebron right right steph curry i'm saying has potential to be on the mount rushmore of the nba sure like the top four guys, but as like the Teddy Roosevelt of the Mount Rushmore, I was gonna go Jefferson. Okay, all right, that's that's like third. That puts him like third. Yeah, but Teddy yeah. Roosevelt's on there, but he's more like eighth. But he gets a lot of love. Yeah, that's gonna be the Bill Russell. Ah, uh, okay, okay, right? Like Bill Russell, 
like great, but he played against you know like the fucking milkman. Yeah, exactly. When you're playing against Girl Scout Troop Seven Eight Nine, like it's yeah, pretty easy. All right, let's move on. Let's go on to this next segment. What are we doing, Dave? Uh, we were going to talk about the Brewer City Connects, which finally came out. And, uh, then ESPN updated their rankings on the City Connect, uh, unis. Ooh. So I am blind reacting. Yeah. Let's just kind of see where everything falls. Just uh, opening the article you sent to me about 10 minutes ago. So, even okay. First it. of all, let's talk about the Brewers. I was pleasantly surprised with how pleased I was with them. This is... Th- the leak that we had seen uh, earlier, maybe about like a month, month and a half ago, of the light blues, uh, MKE with the hidden 414 inside of it, which yeah. is pretty rad. Yes. And uh, what is it? Brew, Brew, Brew crew? crew? Yep. Uh, with like the, uh, like, uh, remember, remember the bar Red Dot? Mm, no. Oh, it's got like that kind of lettering. I, it's um, like a Tron futuristic a little bit, but like more it, stick. It, it came off like Cali. Okay, I get which that. Which was Malibu. We, which was kind of weird because, like, did you did you see the video? I did. I did. Why were there so many surfers? I don't know. I don't know. It like, was... there's always one or two on the the lake, but the, no. It really did seem to. Uh, highlight the downtown and the atmosphere it creates down there though i was super hyped for my guy marcus Doucette, who got to do the intro uh for the 88.9 radio guy oh nice uh so that was super cool because that guy's always been cool every time i've met him so that was dope i i really i really like him i think Out they of 10. are they're solid eight eight okay they're they're safe. They're fu- honestly, they're clean. Is, they're clean. Is how I've described them. And There's nothing, anything wrong with them. But like, they didn't take a lot of risk. No, but I was at the brickyard yesterday, and some guy was already decked out in the full uniform. Uh, well, I promise you, I already bought a hat, jersey hat. Yeah, I need to get a hat. Um, he was decked out, and you know what? It, it's clean. It's clean. It yeah. really, it really is. If you're going to get a – if you got a jersey, let's just say if you did, who would it be on the Brewers right now? Like, because you have to make the investment of – I mean, can I get a custom jersey and put Dan Vogelbach on it? Oh, in the in the blues? Yeah. Yeah, that but would be But other sick. than that – Did you gonna, see the bomb he hit? We're going to – that's quick hits. We're going to do that. I'm going to show you that. Uh, Honestly, like, it'd probably be like a rowdy. Oh, we should talk that, though. Uh, Lorenzo Cain getting DFA'd as well. Yeah, uh, that was, it's the end of an era. That was time. Thank God. You think he's gonna get picked up? At, by what? A yeah. nursing home? Yeah, exactly. Uh, hot take: Lorenzo Cain wins the World Series with the Dodgers this year. Oh, dude, Jesus! <laughs> uh, All right, yeah. Let's get into these rankings. Yeah, and I'm kind of mad they went. They started at one. Uh, I I don't. Yeah, oh, God, this list. Okay, should we go backwards or should we go forwards? Go backwards. You, okay. you went we, through we it go, all. We go backwards. Okay, so... Wait a second. Wait a Number second. 13. Okay, okay, okay. Number 13, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Entirely fair. Yeah, it's very plain. It's the, the Dodgers. The, the Dodgers did very little. And it looks practically the same. I think the font's a little bit different. They got the, the red numbers instead of the whites. And then they put the 
Los, Los Dodgers. Honestly, it is bleh. Yeah, it's just like bleh, like you said. Next, Chicago Cubs. Oh, oh, let's rank them out of 10 then, I guess. I, I would say this one is an N.A. Like, you can't rank this one because it's literally just the Dodgers. Um, I'm, I mean, this... Oh, out of 10? Yeah. I, I mean, this one deserves to be dead last. Yeah. So, uh, so let's go one. Sure. Zero? Z- yeah, just bye. Okay. Uh, Then we go to the Cubs ones. Yeah, the Wrigleyville. Uh, I completely agree with these being at the bottom near here, too. These look like... Uh, Little League World Series uniforms. Yeah, I'm not a fan of these. The color scheme is kind of weird. How the blue on blue, I don't think it plays as well. It doesn't pop on the eyes very nice. Um, but Anthony Rizzo and Jack Peterson used to hit bombs in those uniforms. So Good for them. Uh, next, the Kansas City Royals. Wow, okay. That's a little... Oh, we didn't... Wrigley, uh, Cubs give me 2 out of 10. Seriously, boring. Uh, oh, yeah. Um... I'll give them a one. They're okay. really bad. They yeah. they look like little league uniforms. Yeah, I can see that. Kansas City Royals were next at uh, eleven. You think this is low for them? It. Uh, <laughs> this is kind of safe. I, I I think I said that when it came out. Like they're not crazy good, but I mean they're fine. Again, they're they're just under the step of like the clean look that the Brewers had. Okay, I guess. I don't know. I'm like looking ahead with this. As I'm, I'm I, I would give him a, like a four. Feels like this guy's got like a bias. A four? I think that's fair. Like four or five. Like four they're just four under. They're just under okay. Yeah. Yeah. Next, they have the San Francisco Giants with their Carl the Fog uniforms. Yeah, they fucking suck. Um, These things are bad. Uh, they look cool in the graphics. They don't look cool when you're playing. The, these things look like uh, they could be like uh, like sleeping clothes. It looks like you went to create a jersey, and then you just were like, "This is gonna Gave take up. way too long." Yeah. So I'm gonna just yeah, like you you stylize. Uh, yeah, you did like all I did the, a cool font, just a simple. Yeah, logo. you did all the metrics, but you didn't do the stylization. Like, oh shit, that was only the G. Like, yeah, man, like that's kind of what it looks like with those. I think they. Do you think these are better than the Royals? No. No? I don't think so either. I would probably give these a two. I would give these a... uh, I was going to say these are a four and the Royals are a four and a half. I think that's where I go. Then they... Just out the cut. Out the cut. They're going to put the Brewers at nine. Yeah, I don't like it. I... Look, listen. If we're... If we're penalizing the Brewers here for simplicity and safe... They are way more creative and way more, I don't know, uh, cool than the next one on this list. Sure. For sure. Um, Looking at it, it, they took the design from the People's Flag of Milwaukee. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. Uh, But yeah, I told, dude, we said that, that uh, I told you they were going to put the fucking Milwaukee flag like inside of it. Yeah, what do you feel about the, like the weird baseball grill that's on like the the sleeve? Do you see that? I might have, but now I don't remember what it looks like. Uh-oh. Keep talking. Well, the Brewers are behind the Angels here, and the Angels, while I think their look is clean, I don't hate him. I I do want to say that they 
are just as plain and simple as ours and we even went a little bit farther as to put new lettering whatnot on there look look at this grill oh that's a sick logo dude i but why? love that why it's so random because we are uh the only tailgate tailgate yeah we are the only sure stadium that allows tailgating wow that's weird i uh, i give me the ranking of the brewers i said like eight Remember? oh yeah. yeah seven that's right angels i would give like a six I think they're nice. They're clean. They're a little above average. Yeah, I like these. I I'd give them a seven as well. Okay. I I don't hate them at all, and I think um, I don't know. Maybe it's because like it, the like the the posing pictures that they took with them, like the surf culture, is pretty rad too. Like I I feel like it works really nice. Houston Astros coming at number seven with their Space Cities. Um, I think that's kind of a little disrespectful to them they're probably a little low on this list i like these Jared. i would give them a seven on these i I'd think these are better eight. than the angels i i'd probably go eight i don't know if they're better than the brewers i don't know don't i don't like, let this bias play into but, you man but let's hear me out hear me out the space city uniforms don't play in the summer as well as the brewers uniforms do that's fair the brewers summer like those yeah. uniforms like, in the summer if are you clean. had to rank if you had to rank like colors of jerseys at the very top, it's going to be powder blue. Yeah, look at UNC. I mean, everyone knows they got some of the Chargers. best uniforms. Exactly. It's uh, it's up nuggets. there. Nuggets. Yep. Yeah. Uh, even when Kansas City, you know, they do it in the yep. World Series years, right? Uh, we what did I say? Seven out of ten for the Houston Astros. That that sounds about right. These Arizona Diamondbacks ones, maybe I am not all in on this buzz, but they're meh to me. This is like a five and a half. I think. Uh, I don't remember these at all. They were out last year. Yeah, and and the the like tan mixed with like the like, Mad the Bum navy. looks really weird in them, and that's what I'm judging a lot of this off of. I eh, they're meh to me. I, I don't like think the hats. I, the the color like scheme for the hats is nice. It's weird. The, I get it with the whole desert vibe and yada yada yada. I'll go five. It. I, yeah, I said five and a half. Yeah, I'll go five. Um, and then these Boston at five, Boston ones, I don't know about these either. They're growing on me the more I see them. They're, they're one of those uniforms that's going to be the ugly uniform charm, like the Bumblebee Steelers. No, you know the Mechafloor. Uh, the Creamsicles. Mecha, dude, the Mechafloor uh, Bucks, Bucks. Bucks jerseys. I saw, hey, I saw one of those at the the fucking uh, Salvation Army store yesterday asking for way too much money for them. What, 50 bucks? Uh, Something like that. That's kind of ridiculous. Oh, yeah, for an un- unnumbered, unnamed jersey. Okay, we got to fire through these. We're at like 20 minutes here. Uh, let's go Washington Nationals here. At, oh, Boston, I'm going to give those a five, four and a half. I bump them up. Give me a seven on that. Really? Okay. Washington Nationals, this is probably Crisp. the best ones. I love these. I think these are maybe the best ones. I no, would go No, no, no. Definitely not the best. But they're they're fucking clean as hell. That Heather Gray look too, fucking rad. Yeah, I would give these a nine. Yeah. This this is like eight and a half, nine for nine me. and a half, maybe even for me. I really like those. And everyone loves the cherry blossom in DC. You know, you ask anyone over there, they're oh I, the cherry I got one of the hats, man. That was good enough for that. Miami at three. Is this your favorite one? 
No. No. Okay. Also, I don't remember these at all. You don't remember these ones? These ones were big. These ones were big. Um, Jazz Chisholm looks clean in these. I, I Okay, I see, I see. Um, they're all right. They're all right. I would give uh, them like six and a half. Uh, I'll go seven with those two, man. Yeah, they're, they're nice, but you got to be a certain person to pull that off, I think. And I do like the bright, vibrant, crazy colors. Uh, these Chicago White Sox ones. This one's fire. This is my favorite one. Wow. These are tens. These are fucking so crisp, so clean. I was going to put these a lot lower. That's your fucking problem. I was thinking of like five. I mean, these are very simple. But they are clean. I kind of like them, but like, again, five, five and a half. Nah, dog. These are tens. Pinstripes. Do you like these more than the Brewers? Absolutely. No way. Absolutely. These things are so fucking I like the Nationals one more than the Brewers. And that's kind of where I go with it. Number one being Colorado. Um, That's crazy. Look, I don't hate these. I've said that. But I certainly would not have put them at number one. I I, maybe they crack like three Maybe, but I would say it's probably lower than that. I think the top three goes, uh, you go number one, Nationals, number two, Brewers, number three, Space City, number four, Angels, number five, Miami, number six, Chicago. White Sox. Oh, that's where I get to the White Sox. Fucking drunk. Yeah. White Sox one, Nationals two. Give me uh give me give me them uh Angels at three, dude. Okay. I, I, I do like the Angels more than the Brewers, I think. Okay. And then Brewers are four? Space City four. Uh probably Space City. Wait, no. Uh okay. Colorado? I probably like Colorado and Space City. Wow. But, so but that's your top six. There, there, there is more risk there. That, to me, is is good. Remember the Bucks, uh, City, well, not City Connect, what is it? City Edition jerseys? Yeah, the Blues? No. The other ones. The ones that was like the cream, but it's got like the random blue stripe oh, on yeah. it from this past year. And you're just kind of like, okay. Like, it, it, there's nothing special about them. Like, the Brewers, slightly above that. Like, they're above that, that's for sure. But you're telling me that you couldn't have tried a little bit more. I might go down to the stadium tomorrow, try to buy some. Mm-hmm. Might be on the list. Well, let me know how much they cost. Well, maybe not a jersey, but a hat for sure. Maybe a shirt if I can. What? No, nothing. It's fine. Do you get me one? No. I'm not getting you one. Well, then what do you... The fuck that? Do you, I, do you want one? What? Yeah, I thought you were going to buy me one. What the fuck is this? Father's Day, dog. You're not my dad? No, I'm your daddy. Stop. That's getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a perfect uh, perfect segue. Now, speaking of our daddies, yes. Grant Bills is going to be joining down the wire here. Dave, why don't you introduce him? Oh. Like you were doing before I interrupted you. Yeah, uh, well, like I said, daddy, daddy time. Uh, we're gonna go and talk to Grant. Uh, he joined us the other day. 
and for about a little, maybe like an hour. Uh, yeah, fifty. And we had we had a good time talking all types of Wisconsin sports, and then a fun little game of class awards for the NFL. So, uh, Tom, why don't you segue over to that? Cut away over to that, rather, and uh, we'll join back in momentarily. Yeah. Grant Bills. I'm saying that right, correct? Yeah, I was going to say. I was like, oh, you didn't even ask before we went. Yeah. That's no, I was confident. I was confident. I've been doing some research. I, I didn't want to come in here too blind. We are here with Grant Bills uh, joining us from you had to start WKTY. Like, tw- uh, like 20 times. I was right just, there. I'm <laughs> practicing. I was practicing. I didn't want to, I didn't want to look stupid in front of him. Uh, Grant, thank you so much for joining Down the Wire today. Yeah, of course. Look, anytime somebody asks me to come on their podcast, I'm just going to say yes, because I just like talking to people about things. And, you know, I'm familiar with Dave, uh, just as a caller of a radio station, I listen to a bunch. So I just I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll do a podcast with that guy. He sounds like a riot. So I'm locally famous, dude. I know. And actually, at this point, I'm Wisconsin famous. If I'm getting people say, I'm, I'm three hours out of Milwaukee. So you're more than citywide famous. This is incredible. This is, I this know. is what you were made to do. Just call into radio stations <laughs> and be that guy. I know. I'm going to have to start calling Grant uh, on his show. Man, I can't get any good cut. Like, this week's been tough for callers. There hasn't been much going. Thank God Craig Council got that win last night so I could just talk about counts for a half hour today. And I've, I've started watching hockey just for the sake of content because there's just nothing to do with the Packers right now. So game one was actually awesome last night. The problem is I... I don't have much to say about it other than it was an awesome game because I don't really know hockey. So maybe yeah, none, none of us know hockey. Yeah, I, I'm I actually think... a first year hockey fan as well. If we didn't know this, as if you're following up with it, I'm a Seattle Kraken fan. Yeah, Tom, because Thomas is part of the crack house because uh, I, I was a first year fan. I said I wanted to be a fan this year and they were starting this year. So I figured, why not? Like, let's just be a fan of a team that's starting the same year I'm starting. You're day one. It was a terrible decision. They weren't as good as Vegas. Um, Vegas sucked. Well, no, I'm you saying first like year the Vegas. first year okay. Vegas like hype <laughs> expansion. Uh, but they did have a guy named Mason Appleton from Wisconsin. That's all I got from that this season. And that whole deflect rule thing that came into play in that Flames and Edmonton series, uh, the Kraken were the first team to like utilize that this season. So. You're part of that as well, too. You're a part of history with your Kraken, then. That's something you exactly. We are a strong crack house community. Yeah, we're crackheads, dude. We we definitely are all in on Seattle Kraken. Um, Grant, why don't you give us a little rundown of what you do? Like, introduce yourself to the people. Yeah, let everyone else know because we have a very strong listener in Cambodia that will listen to us every week. And just imagine our toes. Yes. So hopefully you can start imagining about yours as well. Yeah, uh, big book guy. Uh, nothing against that. Uh, different folks. Uh, I host the Wisco Sports Show. It's every night from 4 to 6. Uh, I am in lacrosse, but my show is also on. Uh, so I work for Midwest Family Broadcasting. We have stations in Eau Claire and in Madison. So the show's on those stations too um, from 4 to 6 every night. I've been doing that since 2018. The first month I remember doing my show was August 2018, and that was when the Brewers like got really hot in September. So that was like my first month ever doing sports radio every day. So 
pretty lucky. Got to see some some cool things last couple of years. A lot of NFC Championship game losses. Really practiced in talking about the Packers losing in the playoffs. I become yeah. really good at that. That's one of my my best skills, uh, I think. And yeah, Wisconsin sports fan. Grew up in Wisconsin. I like music a lot. I like talking about music. Um, and conveniently, today of all days, I'm a very big Craig Council fan. Day one Craig Council guy. So I'm living life well, right that's, now. I'm that's perfect. Because before we get into our meat and potatoes, we kind of wanted to get into the rundown on Wisconsin sports. Yeah. Right. We got we got Bucks, Brewers, Packers. And honestly, there's a problem with each and every one of these teams. So let's just get right off the bat and let's start fixing these teams real fast. Nothing super crazy, but we need to. We just need to like talk about it because they just seem to let us down. They're all very close, to be fair. They're all yes. very close. There's like maybe one or two things that need fixing. And it could be a completely different story from there after that. So let's get into it. What should we start with then? Let's start with the Brewers. We're yeah. in the season Here right now. now. Dude. And you know, they're coming off one of their most impressive wins probably of the season right now against the Mets too. Uh, 10 to two, and they didn't hit a single home run. That's how the Brewers should be winning every single game. That's exactly what we said. This Christian Yelich experiment in the one spot seems to be working pretty well. And Craig Council finally gets the 563 monkey off his back. So I think right now we have a little bit of momentum. And who would have thought a little bit of momentum? One hey, way. That's, hey, two hey, three. that's two of three hey, wins. Two hey, of, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm this is what I'm prefacing. We pinch hit Jace Peterson in a big time situation and it worked yesterday. So that's gotta be. <laughs> That's got to be a little bit of hope. I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it this season. Long season still. I, I think, I think we're, I think we're gonna turn it over. I think we're gonna turn it over now. I think that was just the eight games we need to get out. That was our August that we got out in May. Just for some clarity, we talked about a little bit about this uh, during our last week's recording, and I had made the suggestion that we just forget the home run ball. You know, analytics say just shoot for a home run every time. And I said, fuck that. We should go for just singles and doubles and just find it, like focus on the ball itself, get the batting averages up, get the confidence up. And that, I mean, more or less, like Tom said, that's what they did last night. No home runs at all. And they got 10 runs. Well, home runs are rally killers, first of all. We yes. might not have had a seven-run rally in the fifth inning if at any point somebody hit a home run. I Last night, I just liked how they put pressure on pitchers. Like, I, I think so often the Brewers let bad pitchers have really good outings against them, and it's because they don't make the pitcher work at all. Like, they'll go up there and they'll take three terrible swings and three or four pitches, and they're out, and they never make some of these average-to-below-average pitchers work very hard. So last night, they made them work hard, and I like that. This offense is something else I've talked about this week. They're like a bunch of teenagers in that, like, they're so impressionable. Like, if one guy starts hitting, they'll all start doing it. But if one guy falls into a slump, it'll spread to everyone. Like, the analogy I used in my show tonight was, remember when you were in in high school or in college or, or whatever, and, and everyone was taking an exam in the classroom, and no one wanted to be the first one to turn it in? So, like, mm. you'd sit there and wait until someone else turned it in. And then when the first one got turned in, there would be, like, a rush of people to the front of the room. That's the Brewers offense. And when one guy can get the party started, like it can be really good, but they're really poor at like pulling themselves out of 
holes. And, and yesterday, it was all with two outs, too. Lorenzo Cain got the party started because Francisco Lindor definitely should have had an error, but they called it a hit. And it was a good morale boost because Lorenzo's Cain's batting average went up for the first time. Yeah, it yeah. It went like from 35 like at-bats. One, so. 114 to like 162 just off that one Hit. I love the terrible at bats too. The Keston Hira special. Uh, that's one of my. You know, it's it's a guy who literally is swinging first pitch every time. It's a home run or he's striking out in three pitches. Like that's exactly what he does every time. It seems the like. the outcome of Keston here is a bat. If you break down the numbers, it's a wild percentage of of his at bats that are either home runs, strikeouts, walks, or like hit by pitches. Like they all fall into one of those categories. There's very it's few insane, like flyouts or groundouts. It's really bizarre. Go look at go look at all of his at bats. Like Baseball Reference, take a little while and like write it down on scratch paper. It's insane. Well, and also yesterday, Buck Showalter intentionally walking Christian Yelich. I just don't understand that move either too. Might as well go after him with two strikes. Like why, why risk that at all? Um, it's whatever. I, I, I think this, I think the Brewers just need someone who can hit home runs consistently, or they need to just completely shift the focus of let's get on to, let's just get on base. So Grant, they need, <laughs> yeah. How do you fix this team? How do say. you personally fix this team? If you are Craig council, because, yeah, I mean, he's just going to be manager until he dies, apparently. You know, yeah. Tom and I right here have also been in the favor of, like, maybe we replace him, get the Joe Madden slash Joe Girardi hype train going. But, you know, we already know that's not happening. So, you know, how do you fix him? They need an MVP is who they need. They need... 18, 19 Yelich. Like, it's nuts. Go back and look at the offense. Look at the batting order in 18 and 19. It's not that much better. Like, you look at those lines. We remember 18 and 19 as the offenses that are nuts. Like, I don't think Grandal was that much better than uh, uh, Narvaez is right now. Like, I don't think Moustakis and Urias are that different. The the difference was they had Yelich as this, like, generator in the middle of their lineup and whatever he was doing would spread to everyone else and they don't have that guy right now and i, I don't know that brave series is really sticking with me like the braves had a guy in freddie freeman who no matter who he was hitting against like okay you're up against josh Hader, who's the hardest lefty in the world to hit and he made it happen anyways like who's the who's the brewer's bat that's going to make it happen in the toughest of situations you well, know that would have so been I, dan vogelbach if they would have kept oh, him, danny but... v dog you could see him right there he there he lingers Oh we shall God. always remember Dan Vogelbach. And I and I still miss Jonathan VR. Maybe you get him back. I I don't know. Like somebody who could make it happen. No, uh, I, this is how you know you listen to Bart Winkler all the damn oh, I time. Love, I love Jonathan VR. <laughs> I don't think Andrew Benintendi or Mike Moustakis is making a difference. If you're gonna add a bat, you need to add someone who's really fucking good. And that means trading a bunch of prospects, which I'm not against. Like trade all the prospects. We're trying to win a World Series. Yeah, prospects mean nothing. All right, uh, let's go to the Packers. They're the one that are, like, close up. We already see what they've done through this offseason, and thank God they signed Alan Lazard because that could have been a whole different level of train wreck. But how do you fix them by the time the season starts to, you know, guarantee a championship? I think they all need to get together. And they just all need to get really messed up on shrooms. I think that's what they need to do. <laughs> yes. 
everything from the so last ten unrepresented years. with the only one not wearing tie-dye. Yeah, dude, I was thinking this shit, like too. literally <laughs> since the call has started, I've been oh, thinking this. It's like the MIT shirt. Yeah, on. but you know what? To be fair, like you already know, everyone at MIT is baked nine the to, whole time. like oh, nine yeah. hours of the day. I, I just I, I feel like the last ten years, the Packers have fallen into these same traps year after year, and I. And and maybe it all stems from 2014. Like, I think that hangs with them. So somehow they need to, like, flush and purge everything that's happened up until this season. And Rodgers needs to come in. Like, I don't want Devontae Adams in his mind ever. Like, I don't want him on the sideline thinking, hey, when Adams was here, we did this. Or we used to do – like, no, no, no. This is a brand new – this is new. Everything needs to be new. And if Rodgers can, can do that and come in and basically treat this like it's a brand new offense because without Adams, it's going to be – um. I think that's what they need to do. Rodgers is way better when they're spreading the ball around. Like, if you go back and you watch Rodgers' best career games, there's always some graphic in the middle of the second quarter where it's like, he's targeted eight different guys. Like, that's, you know, he's dialed in. And right. that's the guy he needs to be this year. Um, I mean, the special team's not being ass. Like, that'd be a great start. But after the Niners game, I was way more mad about Rodgers and the offense than I was about the special team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, dude, the the amount of hate that um, the special teams got is just ridiculous. And I think that's just kind of doubled down from the entire season, which was completely unjust. The special teams, sure, they lost, you know, air quotes, the game. But yeah. really, 95% of the blame needed to fall on Rodgers for that game because they should have blew, blown out yeah. the entire uh, 49ers. If you team. told the defense that they were going to let up 10 points, they were going to feel pretty good about that game. You know, that was, yeah. and the, and what the defense only gave up three, right? The touchdown was a special teams touchdown, yeah. even in the game. So well, if, the if you, go back and you look at all of the Packers playoff losses, so 2014, 2016, 2019, all those NFC championship games and, and against Tampa too, they started slow in all of them. Like they were in a hole after the first quarter and they jumped out to a seven, nothing lead. And I'm like, Oh, it's in the bag. Like if they got off to a hot start at home and they have a lead and their defense is going to play well, like there's no reason they should lost that game. So I just, yeah, confident special teams will make a big difference, but I think it's just this offense, like Rogers and Lafleur, I, they get in this very weird hero ball complex thing. And that just needs to go away this year. I don't know how they flush the last eight years or so out of their mind, but they need to do that. Uh, I'm just in the boat that Rogers needs to become asexual because uh, as long as he doesn't have a partner, he is like unstoppable. A hundred percent. I was going to say he needs to break up with her. That was, that was what I was thinking too. I think Rogers, I talked to Bart about this actually. He likes this take. I don't talk about it on my show and I, and I don't think I haven't heard Bart bring it up either because I, I don't really know how you talk about this because it's kind of not creepy, but like, I think if Rogers was married and had kids, I think he'd have another Super Bowl. I think I think he has nothing to occupy. Ooh, oh, I think he oh, has. You're going the opposite direction. He's just chasing yeah. too many rings right now, and Dude. then he doesn't know which one to focus on. Imagine I, if he was Philip Rivers. That guy would be a legend. Wow. Dude. Well, eleven this children. Year, this last year, I think so many people went nuts. Or the last two years during the pandemic, like Rogers is sitting at home and he's going down internet wormholes, you know, and he's like getting angry about disinformation and he's wow. reading every little thing and getting upset. If he had a wife and kids to just a, a normal outlet to spend his free time, like I think he would be, in he would be putting Atlas place. shrugged on his bookshelves, trying but, to piss people but at off. The same time, <laughs> at the same time, Tom Brady's had that. And he's been avoiding that his whole time. And that has his been children. his success. Yes. Yeah, you his know? children. <laughs> 
he actively avoids everything okay, about a family here, life. Here's the thing, though. Like, when NFL people, when, when a quarterback's like, I'm going to retire and spend time with my family, how do you think a baseball player feels when they hear that? They're like, dude, you're bitching about never seeing your family. I'm on the road 80 nights a year. You guys play a 17-week season, and you get this long. Like, the whole needing more time with the family, like, football is it. Like, you get most of the year with your family. You can be home during the week with your wife and kids. Like, the whole the whole idea that football keeps guys from seeing their wife and kids like yes it it is a job and it does take you out of town but compared to the other professionals they sports. leave like thursday and sometimes they leave like saturday night like who gives a shit yeah. all right and then last but not least the bucks are like the only success story in wisconsin as of late oh. how are you fixing them mm. I, uh, i'll take this one yes please right do. here i i i think uh I think they're in their window right now. I don't think they need much fixing. I think the Bucks are winning. You know, I can say this now because they're not in. I, 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 whenever I watch this NBA Finals, I can't help but think like this would be over in five if Milwaukee was in. This is a bummy Finals. This is. Tough. I mean, oh yeah, we haven't watched hardly any of this. It. It's this too Bucks bad, team, if they had Chris Middleton. You know, who knows what's going on? They caught Boston at a really good time. I did think Boston was a better team than them this NBA Finals. That's 100% what we saw on the court. Giannis is the best player in the world. I think that he solidified that last year. And if you give Giannis eight three-pointers somewhere else on the court, five three-pointers somewhere else on the court, you know, he's going to do his thing. That's what you need. If you get anywhere from six to eight three-pointers for Giannis, he's going to be fine. So find a guy who can lock something down. Find a team that works like that. I don't think we need to fire Bud. I don't think we need to do anything. Losing Darvin Ham was going to hurt maybe, I think, a little bit. Yeah. But I th- I don't think the Bucks need much fixing. Yeah, we all love they, Ham. They still have Charles Lee. So they still have him now as, what, as assistant or associate head coach or whatever. So it was nice that they – I think he's assistant coach. now. Yeah, a little bit of continuity. I know a lot of people, I thought maybe Quinn Snyder maybe squeaks in there, but I guess that's not going to happen unless he wants to take a spot farther down the bench, which I don't think. In the near future, they just need to get Chris Middleton healthy. Like, I think the Bucks are in the finals if Chris Middleton stays healthy. Yes. Um, I, I, I'll add one more thing, though. They need some better bench presence because their bench this year was not what it was their championship season. Uh, there was a lot of letdown. First of all, George Hill is a life sucker he is terrible i don't like him at all in fact i i would inject him into space but you know maybe that's just being dramatic but i I, if honestly first things first i'm getting rid of george hill and like trying to like uh make that bench a little bit younger and a little bit more feisty that's just me but. Well, the bench, we got to remember when Chris Middleton got hurt, that means we're starting Connaughton or Portis. So that detracts from the bench, right? And it was the same, like, when they wanted to play small ball lineups against Boston, they really couldn't because they were starved for offense. And you can't take Brooke Lopez off the floor if you're starved for offense because he, other than Giannis, is your second, third best score, depending on the night with Drew Holiday, right? So the Bucks were, I think, under some tough constraints with their lineup because Middleton's not out there. So they were probably forced to play a little bit bigger with Lopez than they wanted in stretches just because they needed the offense. In the near term, they need to get Chris Middleton healthy, run it back next year, get a group of role players that you like. At some point, they're going to need to get a younger center to eventually take over for Brooke Lopez, whatever that looks like. And I don't remember 
who said this? Maybe it was Nick Wright like a year ago. And I really like this. Giannis has to start courting some unhappy young superstar somewhere. Like what LeBron did with AD. Like look around. Maybe it's Carl Anthony Towns, although his approval rating is not. I don't love Cat, but as if Giannis is on the team, you know, just start working Cat a little bit. It's like, you know, they don't really appreciate you over there in Minnesota. Like you could come here. You don't have to rebound. You don't have to play defense. I can do all those things. Just hit some threes for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, you're forgetting yeah. though. We're in Wisconsin and Milwaukee. That means we'd be getting hit with some type of tampering, like uh, we did Why? with uh, what's his nuts in Sacramento. Oh, uh, Bogdan. Yeah, Bogdanovich. And and just you know, start like putting feelers out there for guys who are coming up on a contract at some point because I think Giannis is second chapter of his career whatever it looks like post holiday and whatever happens with Middleton he needs to find that younger guy who maybe he can pluck away from another team to come join him in Milwaukee so just you know looking off into the future maybe that's something to think about too all right we've done it we fixed everything this is how the championship dynasty in Wisconsin runs uh we got Grant for one more big beefy segment uh and since it's the end of the year yes we thought we were going to go around and give our class awards to the 2022 a yearbook uh, yearbook yeah like the you know most likely to be a stripper uh most likely Mm -hmm. to be president most likely to die before the age of 25 you know two of those three were in my school yearbook you can guess yeah uh so uh we've got all these and we've come up with some fake ones and then one of each of our own so uh let's jump right into it the first award that we are going to give out is most likely to get their bum ass cut before the season Mm. Uh, which is i think i have a really good tone setter for this one that could be a little bit of a hot take but also could see a possibility with it all right all right we'll go in this order we'll go with tom then grant then myself and uh, we'll kind of rotate around so the name that first came to mind, a lot of these are first came to mind. I'm going to say a lot, not a lot of research went into a lot of them, <laughs> but I had a lot of first come to mind thoughts that I really thought were pretty good answers. And this one for most likely to get their bum ass cut before the season, I put Saquon Barkley. Holy Ooh. shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, look, I he's, on his, he's on his uh, fourth year. Okay, he was he's been injury prone now, and he had the same amount of rushing yards as Baker Mayfield. Okay, going into last season, so now you want to make this decision on whether or not you want to commit to a running back first of all, which is a yeah. pain in the ass already, and now do you want to go with a guy who has been flashy at best? I think is the word you could use for Saquon Barkley. Look, so look, you're you're not going to get too much argument from me. You know, I didn't want to go with some easy name of a seventh round pick I'd never heard of. Well, so yeah. I decided to go for the biggest name starter that I think there's a slim chance that that is that is definitely a tone setter because uh, my I have actually have two names. Well, neither Grant's one of next. Them. We well, established I know. the order. I'm just saying, like, you I, have I, two I'm, names I'm here. No, no, I had to just in case. Oh, okay, yeah. All right, uh, Grant, Grant, you're up. I actually went coach here because I think that's kind of oh. fun. Like what coach just sucks who like probably won't literally be cut before training camp, but sooner rather than later, give me the art smock wearing Matt rule. This guy's mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 he's made my list somewhere else here. So go ahead get into it. Uh, 
he just sucks. And the whole Panthers thing last year, remember when they started like three and oh, and it's like, oh my God, this defense is unreal. And they'd beaten like Jacksonville and Houston and a couple of teams. And then they traded for what's his face, Stephon Gilmore. And everyone's like, oh, the Panthers are all in. I'm like, oh God, this is just, and I like Matt Rule out of Baylor. He's one of those guys, you know, succeeded everywhere he'd been, you know, that kind of that guy. And he just sucks. I also thought maybe Arthur Smith, because I think he sucks too, but he hasn't been. Yes, I I was a very big uh, buy into the Panthers on this uh, when they were going three and oh, and I was very quick after week four, like sell all your stocks. Sell it all. He did that too. He he fully admitted defeat and was like, "This is a bad." I knew right away. I knew right away as soon as McCaffrey could not play, this team get get rid of him. I I made the best. Bitcoin turnover on oh, yeah. the Panthers. By the way, I just sure. got an update from Venmo down another 10% nice. Bitcoin. Nice. Uh, my my number one for uh for this bum ass getting cut. Dude, Nelson Aguilar is just hot garbage. <laughs> this dude he yeah. has beef with Nelson Aguilar. I fucking hate him <laughs> for a two-year $22 million deal. What the flying fuck? So I'll, I'll tell you right now, even if they cut him. It's $10 million in dead money. It's worth it. Get rid of him. He had 37 receptions for 473 yards last year and three touchdowns. What? And now when you look at the fact that they've added Devontae Parker and their rookie Tyquan Thornton, this is perfect time to get rid of Nelson Aguilar and just wash your hands of hot garbage. Who has? I mean, yeah, he was fine in, in Las Vegas. People might say great. I'm not going that far. I still look at him as like he's Derek Carr's wet dream. To be fair, he, like that's how he plays. No, football. no, that's Devonte Adams. Well, I guess that's him. But get him out of there. Fuck that guy. Oh, yeah, right. that's a good. One. I love that. Next one. Uh, most likely to be an All Star on a god awful team. I have two really good ones here as well. I have two for this one. I'm sorry. Um, this one was hard. There's a tie in the vote. Um, James Robinson was the first name that came to my head, but I wanted to get rid of that because a lot of people know that I like James Robinson. Um, but I put Amon Ross St. Brown for this one. Um, I think, I think that he has a lot of talent and he's got enough buzz to be in Detroit. Maybe a little bit more attention will be on the rookie Williams who comes in there and Amon Ross St. Brown could turn around Jared Goff's stats. That's the only problem. How, what Jared Goff are you going to get? Because he's pretty bad. Um, but I like Amon Ross St. Brown. And if Detroit had a different option at quarterback in the future, I think Amon Ross St. Brown is going to be on the Lions. And they're going to be god-awful for a while. So so I love Amon Ross St. Brown. I don't like the Detroit Lions slander. Like, I think Detroit will be okay. I think if Ooh. there's one sneaky team to challenge the Packers in the NFC North, I think the Lions actually, they're intriguing. They're plus wow. 400 to make the playoffs, and I just feel like that would be a fun wager. I don't know what their win total is. Their path to nine wins isn't too bad. They have a lot of games at noon. They have a really bummy fourth-place schedule. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. So you're telling me they should trade for Kirk Cousins? They're not even saying. playing on the West Coast at all this year. Yeah. Like they're, they're not easy. Yeah. And Jared Goff's from Cali. He wants to play on the West coast. <laughs> so he can let so, them down for this topic. My first thought was Brandon cooks on the Texans. Cause Brandon cooks is very good. And he has been, 
Um, but I don't know if he's the kind of guy who's going to put like stupid sicko dumb fuck mode numbers right. up. Um, right. He's just going to be quietly very good. The other guy who I thought of, oh, this is kind of shade towards this team, but Justin Jefferson. <laughs> he's going to put up amazing Ooh. numbers. I'm so, so close to that out. Minnesota border. You're trying to start a border war, dude. <laughs> I'm so out on Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. Um, wow. I'm just out so on Are you? Do you oh, think that Detroit has a very high chance to finish above them this year? I think they have as good a chance as any. It would be, okay. it would, it's a chance that if given nice odds, which you can get, I would take. Um, okay. Yeah. I could see it. I wouldn't hate it. All right. I, I think that's a little slanderous. I got to be fair. I got a name that we both know very well. And uh, this one, the, like re- recency has not been good to this man. Give me Casey Hayward in Atlanta. Okay. So I know that seems crazy, but remember when this guy was the best quarterback in the game? I mean, he was right up there. I'm expecting this kind of resurgence. Look at the division he's in. He's going to have every opportunity to prove he's an all-star again. Like, trying to defend the likes of Jarvis Landry, Michael Thomas, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, DJ Moore, or he even gets like his dumbass cut before the season starts. Well, he... <laughs> no. Now here's the thing though. If you look at the rest of the, the cornerback roster in Atlanta, it's like year one, year two guys. He's going to stay in there just for the veteran presence that he brings. And I'm really feeling good about Casey Hayward. I think he can make it make himself an all-star again. I think that's uh that's that's doable. Okay. All right. Did you see what uh Art Art Smith, Arthur Smith said about uh Desmond Ritter the other day that just made me laugh? The Falcons are so bad. It sucks that I, no, yeah, I they're fucking them. terrible. Um he said Desmond Ritter is light years ahead of most young quarterbacks from the neck up. So cere- really cerebral what? guy really we've cerebral. talked about this though he's got a long neck doesn't he no that's davis mills oh damn it yes. davis mills got the long neck. first team all neck davis mills <laughs> davis mills brandon cook combo this year exactly don't sleep on that yeah yeah th- those that just reads third string pro bowlers all day long yes <laughs> with like backup for davis Mills to the pro bowl because mitch no Trubisky is a pro bowl alternate dude if only the, the nfl had like fan votes the fan yeah. vote to the, to the pro ball. That's how you make it exciting. We all get to vote the entire team there, dude. Oh, uh, all right. Most likely scapegoat for a team underperforming. Oof. This one was very quick to mind. I put DK Metcalf here. Okay. Um, I, I, I don't think that the Seahawks are going to be viewed as underperforming this year, to be fair, because – they, I don't think many people expect a lot from them. I, I expect a lot of swag from Drew Locke. Uh, that's what I expect. But DK Metcalf, you know, he's, he was a high-profile trade name. If he doesn't get the leave, you know, he's very one-dimensional receiver. Uh, you know, he's not a route-running guy. He's a go-up-and-get-it kind of dude. And he seems like a guy, you know, the pacifier mouth guard, like very easy target to be like, what are you doing, dude? need you to get a little more audio so i'm going dk metcalf for this one bill belichick mm. good one and uh, Patriots are not winning the division because the bills are great um i don't love to in the dolphins but they'll be fine i just don't know that the patriots are that good and boston sports fans are so 
fucking stupid that I told that they're going to be like, Bill Belichick has lost his fastball. It's like, well, so, okay, so two years ago when they had Cam Newton, everyone wanted Bill Belichick out because he was old, right? He doesn't have it anymore. And then last year, he's the genius coach again. And then this year, I just think the Patriots are probably not win the division. Well, they're not going to win the division. They might miss the playoffs, and those dirt-eating Boston fans are going to think that Bill Belichick, like, never accomplished anything. Like, they'll, they'll go back, and they'll be like, not only is he old now, but he's been an idiot for years, and Tom Brady was the only reason he ever won anything. So I'll go Tom Brady, or uh, Bill Belichick for this. Okay. That's a solid one. But honestly, I'm in the, I'm in the, like, the camp that Bill Belichick is just getting senile. So, you know, I, I kind of swing both ways on that. For me, the only obvious one is Baker Mayfield. I'm sorry. I don't think the Browns are going to be good this season, especially if Deshaun Watson's not playing. Then this Browns team will suck. And that means Baker will start and everyone in the universe will play the what if game with him. I feel bad for a guy that sucks that hard. And uh, thankfully, I don't know if he sucks that hard. He's just so average. <laughs> I mean, just like his commercials, yeah. dude. I, ooh, that's oh, his funny. commercials are better than his playing career by far, by far. Uh, again, I, I just feel like that's going to be all him. Uh, next, next uh, one is most likely veteran to win a pity Super Bowl ring. Oh, yeah. This one was easy for me as well. Uh, I actually, this one, I did a little bit of research as well. I will say that. Uh, I put Mercedes Lewis for this one. Uh, and that's just because I wanted an excuse for Green Bay to get in there and win it. And Mercedes Lewis is, I wanted to say it was like ninth all time in seasons played in of the active guys right now. So yeah, he, he's, he's been in the league like forever. Even. The only first round pick to catch a touchdown pass from Aaron Rodgers, mind you. Snaps. And um yeah, I think he just comes into block now, so it'd kind of be a pity Super Bowl ring. Okay. I mean, this right here is kind of calling us our, our Super Bowl winners, too, like early favorites. Yeah, that's what I did. I was going to say Mason Crosby to be a douche, but you saying Mercedes Lewis kind of, it's kind of the same. That's cut from the same, same vibe. Player. I get so, you. I will say Odell Beckham because I think he's just going to stay an unrestricted free agent until he's about ready to play and then he'll be like okay who's gonna win the title i'll jump on with them which is nice oh shit yeah that's solid maybe that maybe that wouldn't be a pity ring like he was very good for the rams last year so i don't know if it's a pity ring but uh, i got another name that uh that is not a packer though i mean it was a packer tavon austin buffalo Mm. dude been a bum everywhere he's ever played. St. Louis slash L.A., Dallas. He was on that San Fran pe- practice team. Now Buffalo Bills. He's going to ride the coattails. Josh Allen, Stephon Dix, O.J. Howard, Micah Hyde, Von Miller, Kumaro. Tremaine Edmonds, e- even fucking Jake Kumaro, who you could even say works in the back. same vein. They said they're going to bring him back, but they did cut him. No. Damn it. I know. Tavon Gosh. Austin, more room for him to produce, though. <laughs> well yeah good for him fine you can be a nice like fourth stringer as well all right next up most likely coach to make the dumbest statement of the year uh this one again i i i put art smith for this one and that felt pretty easy um and i think there's only one other name probably on everyone else's mind to make the other pick as well for this one so Art Smith, I think with the Falcons being so poor 
and bad in a market that's not small by any means in Atlanta. He's going to have a lot of attention on him and he's going to get caught lacking. And he is, if we had most like coach that most resembles criminal minds villain as a category here. So a serial killer. Art, Art Smith, a hundred percent would be my vote for that as well. Um, so that's a great answer. I think I have to say Matt rule. Cause that dude just doesn't have it. Um, honorable mention though, for Brandon Staley, I really like Brandon Staley, but the NFL media works in such a way where Brandon Staley will say something that makes sense, but then one person will say it's the stupidest thing ever and everyone else will follow suit and pile on him. So Brandon Staley can be like, I, I, I gave two answers, Matt rule and Brandon Staley, I guess for different reasons. Brandon Staley though, always looks like he like snorts Coke before he does a press conference. Like the dude is yeah. just wired. Um, really? No one's going to jump on Mike McCarthy or, or Pete Carroll. Like those two guys. Pete Carroll was a thought across my mind, but I thought Art Smith and Matt Rule were going to dominate this. Dude, you couple McCarthy with the fact that the head dumbass, Jerry Jones, is there, and they're in the grand old state of dumbassness, Texas. You already know the bullshit will be twice as big as anywhere else. Like, he's going to say something stupid, especially being in that shit-ass division when they lose eventually to the Washington command dumps, like they are, there's going to be some type of excuse. And if Dak gets hurt, good luck. Cooper rush time, baby. Let's go. Yeah. They lost Mari Cooper. Is CD lamb good. I I, I feel like there's two camps. Half of the people believe he's kind of not that good. And then half the people think he's going to be like the best wide receiver. I don't I don't know. Is he know. a number one is probably the new question. Dude, they have labeled him a number one. Well, like some people have, and then other people are like, he's just not it. I, I think he's good. I do think he's good. I don't think he's Justin Jefferson, and that was the same class, right? I'm not going to put yeah. him there, but he's serviceable. Serviceable. All right. I'd rather have him than Chase Claypool. Fair. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Most likely to be MVP of the Canadian Football League. This one was, I think, the first name that I filled in. And I put Antonio Brown because he's not going to be let back in the NFL. Oh, shit. And the CFL is like, yeah, we just need people to watch. Antonio Brown, he he would probably get the trophy and then, like, spike it after or something like that. But I think a great answer, Antonio Brown. There's no shot. I also... Never mind. I'll wait and see if you put something else too. Go ahead, Grant. Deshaun Watson. Um, Ooh, I, okay. Yeah, I think that's what God, might damn. happen is the NFL suspends him for a year. Uh, and Roger Goodell's like, look, we'll let you back in in a year. Like, go rehabilitate your image somewhere, whether that's the USFL or the XFL or the CFL. Just go play somewhere else for a year, do your time, and we'll let you back in. Hmm. Damn, like these are two heavy ass ones. Cause I had PJ Walker. (laughs) (laughs) This dude is just waiting for that opportunity. A great cup is in the future. Fuck Carolina. Fuck Matt Rule. Yeah. Like the Carolina man that that he respects is Kari Jones, dude. That is who he's looking for. And the team is the fucking Montreal Alouettes. Let's go. Let's I, go. I, I could also love Tyler Huntley for this answer as well. Ooh, like, he would 
kill the CFL. He's just waiting, though. I also had Drew Locke there, but that's because swag transcends borders. Dude, I got a lot. I I got more than one call on my show last season saying that the Packers need to trade for Tyler Huntley as a backup quarterback. This guy's talked about it. I I would not hate that at all. I would say, I I do want to say he fits Baltimore system so perfectly that he's the same quarterback there. I don't think it would translate very well to many other teams, but he might be able to run it just as well as Lamar. Just saying. The run that offense. All right. Most likely to be a head coach of the Texans in five to 10 years. Um, so looking to be a player. Uh, I, I didn't want to be too cheap and say Wes Welker. Wes Welker was like first name that came into my mind. So then I changed <laughs> it to Jake Kumaro, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing him back as like. Who's the scrappiest guy that played wide receiver so out of pocketly that the Houston Texans would give an interview and who better than like the UW whitewater grad to come be the head coach of the Houston Texans. Who better? (laughs) I think that works great for what they're trying to do. (laughs) What about, I don't know what this guy's doing, but just a name that I thought of. What about Luke Keekley? Just football guy oh, feels like he has shit. more to give. Retired early for the sake of his health. Is, is that is that a pat? Because some of these guys like they're too big of a like JJ Watt's not gonna go be a coaching assistant working. Oh way well, that was right. the other name that I thought of too because of yeah. The too. But what about like what about Luke Keekley? You know, he wants more football in his life. He feels like he's well, got and more Vrabel, Vrabel linebacker to coach too, right there, right? Like that. Mm-hmm. that He's worked out pretty well. Okay, you guys went serious. Um, I went with Richie Incognito, the human embodiment of a shit show. Between all the scandal, garbage QBs that he's backed, that asshat personality of his, and the fact that he currently plays for the Las Vegas Raiders, it just fucking makes him the perfect candidate to bring hot garbage into 2030 and beyond, dude. Richie Incognito for Texans head coach maybe the gm of the washington commanders too just like some position of power like director of character development or something for the Washington. Dude, he is the next HR. jim tom yeah. sula he is the next yeah. jim tom sula dude oh, Bring it. <laughs> big jim tom sula guys by the way uh, <laughs> his farts stink dude just... <laughs> no hard to argue uh most likely to be star of Hard Knocks training camp with the Detroit Lions. It's Dan Campbell. It's fucking Dan Campbell. It's 100% Dan Campbell. And <laughs> I put Amon Ross St. Brown on here somewhere else, and it's still Dan Campbell. Like, there's no way. It's, it's going to be all around Dan Campbell. Hard Knocks knows that. They're going to point the camera at Dan Campbell the whole time and just wait. That's what they're going to do. He's going to speak in analogies the entire time. He's going to be so ferocious when he's talking and week in and week out. I wish, I do wish though, that Detroit was on the mid season hard knocks to watch like sad Dan Campbell more than like the preseason, but that's going to be a lot more joyous. It's going to make you want to go play football watching hard knocks this year. The cup runneth over with Daniel Campbell. Once America gets a fucking taste of Every reason that to watch Detroit football every season for hard knocks, you're going to want to see 
Daniel the Lionheart and wherever he may tread. Like that is how fucking passionate I am about Dan Campbell getting being the star. He needs like his own TV series, like fucking uh, the Osbournes did. The Campbells. <laughs> TJ Hawkinson. Mm. The hair is fucking ridiculous. It's he looks true, like man. Jesus, but like more. He looks more like Jesus than Jesus does. <laughs> he looks like a lion. He does. Oh, uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I'll say TJ Hawkinson. There's a couple of other easy, like low hanging fruit guys on the team that we haven't mentioned. Let's yet, uh, let's spread the rumor that TJ Hawkinson is Dan Campbell's illegitimate child because um, that should happen. It could happen. Like <laughs> if, if you look at how Dan Campbell looked when he played, like it's a little similar to Hawk, a little similar. All right, Grant, you don't know this, but we are the unofficial podcast of backup quarterbacks. Uh, okay. Ryan Fitzpatrick is our daddy. Uh, we truly do love that man so much. And uh, we need to figure out most likely to be our favorite backup now that Ryan Fitzpatrick has retired. Oh, okay. So I put Drew Locke. because I don't think there's any way he's starting um, after uh, after the season, at least. Okay, like maybe he gets the whole year, but he's just the scapegoat this entire season, like you said as well, too. But I also had PJ Walker here as well, too. (laughs) So I, I don't know where you go with that, but Drew Locke and PJ Walker... Two very different ends of the spectrum of backup quarterback. Um, and maybe I should have went Ty- Tyler Huntley. Probably I'll stop giving away answers. Okay, go together. Yes. Baker. For Ooh, sure. Okay. Baker. Damn. Ba- so Baker's reputation sucked. Up until like two months ago or whenever it was when the Browns traded for Deshaun Watson and then he turned out to be a serial sexual assaulter. Like everyone had been worn out by Baker. And you're like, man, this guy kind of is a little bit of a douche. But then you trade for Bill Cosby of the NFL and you're like, well, wait a minute. We kind of did Baker dirty there. Like, so that's going to help him. And depending on where he goes next and how he plays, like he could totally have a Ryan Fitzpatrick like career for the next 10 or 12 years. Like there's a spot for the in for Baker in the NFL. If his personality is just limited to like quirky and funny and not like actual like toxic. So we'll see there wasn't any Harvard quarterbacks out there for us to select. Mm. Uh, so man, I had so many different options. I literally just wrote every last one. I didn't <laughs> like, so I'm going Taylor Heineke. That's our guy, dude. Yeah. We loved watching Taylor Heineke only seconded by Nathan Peterman. Uh, just <laughs> for his legendary season. Backup quarterback really means. Yes. It's like, you are the, guy who deserves to only hold the ipad but taylor Don't come near the field taylor heineke is so tricky and that to me is like the perfect back i told you he's got to be the most annoying guy to play you know he's bad but he's gonna make a couple good plays that's got to be annoying as shit and last for at least uh our plan stuff is most uh team most likely to have the number one overall pick in 2023 i I put the Falcons. I I think that they could be near the bottom and I don't believe in that Mariota trick and then Ritter as well. The the team's got no talent anywhere else on the field. I I had to go. They're so bad. I I, I had to go Atlanta. They might put Kyle Pitts at quarterback. 
So I would say Atlanta. That probably that might be the most correct answer. The problem is they also play in a division with the Panthers and with the Saints, who are now coached by a Dennis Allen and not Sean Payton. Ooh. So I mean, they got to be able to snag a couple wins in there somewhere. Um, long shot, long long shot. But seeing you said the Falcons, I'll I'll go with the fun one. The sh- the Chicago yeah. Bears. Yes. Yes. Fuck yes. them guys. Bears number one overall pick. Like things would have to really line up. But if the Packers are still very good, and I love the Lions. The Vikings are going to suck, but they're capable of beating the Bears twice. I, I, I don't know. I could see it with the Bears. I could see it. That's my answer. It's a fun one. All right. All right. I mentioned their head coach briefly, Seattle. That division is tough, and that team is trash. Pete Carroll is an overrated hack, and that city <laughs> is too damp. Not just with rainfall, but with the tears with how fucking bad their football team is. Probably Pete Carroll's oh, saliva, yeah. too. Like, he never closes his mouth. He's just jumping away. He's a consistent mouth breather. Like, if Eli Manning had a piece of gum, he would be Pete Carroll. Like, that's all it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he wills, like, field goals to happen just by breathing. Uh, yeah, Seattle, to me, is that number one. Okay, now we each got our extra ones. Uh, let's save Grants for last. So, I'll go first this time, since I... Uh, went last or sorry, went last for everything else. Mine is most likely player to be given a nationwide commercial that has absolutely no right to have one. Mm. And for me, it's Derek Carr. And that's because they got Devontae Adams. It's the only reason why they're, he's going to get a commercial. And it's going to be something for like Pepsid AC. It's going to be like a heartburn commercial because they're going to give everyone indigestion and acid when they are dead last in their division. Okay, that's a good one. And I like the conflicting State Farm nationwide Mm -hmm. as well, like because of Devontae as well with that as well. I get that. I'm going to go with uh, most likely to cause an NFL scandal, okay? And I'm going to say um, Vegas. And that's (laughs) just The entire team. The the entire city. uh, Someone. Someone on Vegas. That's that's what I'll go. We did with. talk about it. the terrible that... track record. Terrible track record and no first round selections though, so they're safe. Oh, rookies maybe, are safe this maybe. year. Um, but yeah, they've got to get. They've got to stop this run, and they've got to like slow it down just a little bit because that was a really solid team that just had way too much BS in front of them last year, and now adding a talent like Devontae Adams. Who knows? I mean, Vegas could be pretty good this year, man. And maybe another playoff spot. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. The only reason that I could get high on the Las Vegas Raiders is that because I I don't believe the Broncos are going to be very good. And that will segue into my award, the Russell Westbrook Award, meaning this is a player that has kind of done their own thing out of the private eye for a while and they just joined a situation where now all of a sudden everyone's going to be paying attention and a lot of people are going to be like wait uh i think you have some issues going on and that would be russell wilson and the denver broncos because i sneaky don't really think russell wilson's that good (laughs) and up until now he's been the everything in seattle 
and he has been the guy who uplifts kind of an old-fashioned team. Now he's going to have everything he's ever wanted, and I just don't know if it's going to be everything that people think it's going to be. Outing yourself right here, right now. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you're not only are you trying to start wars with Minnesota, but you're trying to start wars with Denver and Badgers fans. Maybe Seattle too, a little bit. Yeah, I don't, I don't like. I don't. I don't like Russell Wilson, and I don't like JJ Watt either. While we're at it. I just okay. Well, that's because JJ Watson everything and just needs yeah. to be nowhere. Give it a break. We don't need to see everything. But also, He's also like, like Instagram guy, like that. It, he embodies what like grind, don't stop. You know what I mean? Like all the cringy posts. Russell, Russell Wilson like, is the king of cringe. Like that's that also video, too. That, the the video, both of them are very high on this list. Yeah, he he was doing the like the hype videos with his teammates. You know, Broncos country, let's ride. And it's like, hey, well, you're a loser, first of all. But second of all, like, was, I'm pretty sure at one point in one of those videos, he was like going to make a horse noise, and he was like, I can't do. It. Like, he he got caught in the air. He was like, Aah! and then he like cut it cut it out, and like I don't know if it was Portland <laughs> Sutton or whoever was with him, like kind of jumped in and like bailed him out. But there's a split second where he like, no. I caught what you were about to do. You were going to make a horse whinny noise. Like, cut the shit, Russ, okay? Why isn't that one of your sound bites? Just to, like, like when you uh, press the button, like, Grand Bills in the afternoon. You know, like, one of those things. Because we don't, we're not, we're not about that. Russell Wilson can do the cringe. Uh, and I, yeah, I, I never, Russell Wilson is Aaron Rodgers. He's weird. He wants the attention. He cares what people think of him. But because Aaron Rodgers has become like this kind of heel in the eyes of the NFL, Russell Wilson's like, well, I can't be that. So Russell Wilson's like, I want out, but I'm not going to say it. But I'm going to say if I were to leave, like, here's where I'd go. It's like, dude, you want out. It's fine. Just fucking say it. Just like own it the way that Rodgers did weirdly for a year. And then Rodgers changed his mind or whatever. And now he's at uh, Avalanche Games for the Stanley Cup final. Uh, look at him. All right. Thank you. for Grant, thank you so much for making this happen with us. We had a fuck ton of fun. I, I hope you enjoyed yourself as well. I know, uh, what was that? Yeah, just a little over that 45-minute mark we were talking about. So that's what's well, up. I, I got nothing going on tonight. I'm going to walk up the hill to my favorite local tavern and probably drink a bunch of liquor drinks tonight. So the vibes are ah, high. Ah, yeah. Very nice. Very nice. We I are know. definitely going to have to do a podcast from the Light Palace at some point. <laughs> well, we're, we're probably due we'll, for we'll another bring you, drunk episode. We'll send an Uber. We'll send you an Uber, and you can uh, take a three-hour drive there and back. Uh, the Light what's Palace. I was in Milwaukee uh, last weekend. And we hit up a couple of spots. Oh, the Light Pad Palace is in Cudahy. I don't know if I've ever been to Cudahy before. Oh, you're you're missing out and not missing anything. It's at where all. white trash goes to settle down to raise white trash. It's where Richie Incognito grew up. It's oh, that's a good one. It's <laughs> where we groom our children to get 17s on the ACT to work at Arby's. It's where the man <laughs> that stole Joel Stave's girlfriend went to high school. Ooh. <sighs> this guy right is here. It like, is it like Fond du Lac South? I see now that it's South. It's down towards... It's like it's the New Jersey of Wisconsin. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's like fair. That. No, it's more... Okay, because like New Jersey is too vague. That's definitely more like like uh like uh, he said fondle sack uh this is more like trenton just like oh just just like a specific slightly smaller city it's uh it's it's home though baby it's home it's, it's home. home 
<laughs> Grant, one last time, tell everyone where they can find you. Plug what your shit? Yeah, do do your shit. Get like your name out there, and then we can get some Taiwanese lovers uh, in your DMs. Um, I'm the Wisco Sports Show from four to six. Uh, you can hear me on the Zone in Madison. That's sixteen seventy. Uh, you can hear me in Eau Claire, Sports Talk 105.1, and WKTY in La Crosse, my home and native land. You can find me on Twitter, at Wisco Grant. I think that's it. Yeah, you can find the podcast of my show. It gets posted every day, wherever wherever you find your shows, whether that be Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever. Just look up Wisco Sports Show. You can find it there if you don't want to listen live. I get it. We're all busy. It's fine. Tom yeah. and I will be calling. We're going to be calling in. You're going to get the Dave and Cudahy. Have a good one. The full uh-huh. treatment. You are, you have established a niche as a sports radio caller. I'd love to have you anytime. Oh, hell yeah. We, uh, we have this guy named Southside James who calls in to. Oh yeah. uh, This dude works for Jeff Wagner. So I don't work for Jeff Wagner. I work at 620. Uh, I actually do nights and Jeff Wagner's on during the day. He wouldn't sniff that late. Um, so we have the Southside James and Scott Warris, the show I get to work with a lot of the times. Uh, whenever Southside James calls, he goes, oh, hey there. Hi there, James. How you doing there? And James just replies back with, oh, what's going on there, Scott? <laughs> Every time. Ew. It's like so cut a Hegan. It's ridiculous. Uh, I have a couple of callers like that. The accent is just <laughs> nuts. It's just so strong. I-90. I- Eric on I call somewhere near Toma every day, and he just the yep. I can't. We're at the brickyard. We're at the brickyard. We say East Layton boys. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Thank right. you so hey, much, Grant. Man. Get back on air and uh, yeah, you guys. start doing some work. Have a good one. I appreciate yeah. you guys. Thanks for having me. Wow, wasn't that just life changing? I had to do it too. It didn't work the same way. <laughs> the transition back. Uh, yeah, that was Grant Bills. Oh, we we're gonna get Grant back on. Oh yeah, for sure. We're yeah. gonna somehow steal him from his job, and he will be. We will all be employed together. Yes, one day. Sure, one day. Uh, I don't know how we're paying him. Maybe in like in soup, like hot pockets. Yeah, and mm. like uh, Love. like beer nuts. Ooh, yeah, that could get him. Grant Grant loves to drink. He he tries to get me to drink all the time. He goes in a respectable manner. He's a great guy. Yeah, He's a great guy. Fun Grant times. was he was a lot of fun. Uh, first time I ever got to work with him. First time you got to work with him too, right? I mean, more or less. Yeah, uh, you knew him beforehand, but yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, thank you again, Grant. Yeah, thank you so much. Welcome back anytime. Of course, that was that was a lot of fun. Class awards. That was a great idea. Hot takes. Hot takes um you go first because i always go first all right uh my hot take we are going to see more injuries this season in the nfl than than uh i'll say the last five years Mm, why is that i have a gut feeling that between the kind of injured class of the rookies and this 17 games is going to affect teams a lot more. start catching up yeah right like okay we can handle it the first year okay but this second year is just going to hit hard okay. and uh i i i forget are they going to a two by 
week or is that something that's just been proposed? I don't know if that is a thing yet, but if with the 17 game season, they probably should figure that out. Well, they they tried it back in I believe like 93, which was uh from what I had read uh like just an utter disaster because mm. well in in all yeah, in all fairness, there was only 28 teams back then. So, you know, TV ratings went down, yada, 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 yada. I think, I think you can do no it now. No one's done watching football yet. No, no. One, no one's done watching football yet. So, I can see that. I can see that, I guess. There's, there's logic behind it. Do you want to hear my hot take? Do it. All right, my hot take is that the Tampa Bay Lightning will be a three-time NHL Stanley Cup champion. You, uh, you, you're feeling the comeback? Down 2-0 right now. Colorado Avalanche. A lot of excitement. Young team. Surrounding it. A lot of fun. But Tampa's got this experience. And the young team, Colorado, not having it. Um, in my first year of hockey fandom, I just wanted to go with a hot take. And I'll just say Tampa's going to win a three-peat. All right. Come Do back. it to it, my friends. Yeah. Should we get into some quick hits? Yeah, quick hits time. Quick hits uh i have a quick hit about this u.s open thing that's going on right now have you heard of that Dave? oh yeah uh they were playing at the country club in boston i think somewhere around there it's really close to joe actually he was telling me it's like two miles away from his house uh and i think his name is matt let me just double check yep matt fitzpatrick uh he won it's not minka matt fitzpatrick wins the u.s ryan because it was M. Oh, never mind. All right. Uh, anyway, before I was so rudely interrupted, this Hi. guy looks like Rory McIlroy. Look at him from right here. I mean, is that not what Rory McIlroy looks like? Sure. You not have an idea what Rory McIlroy looks know, like? I know what he looks like. I mean, it's just another English guy. Good for him. He was like 18th in the world. Ended up winning the U.S. Open. The course. Whooping ass. Negative six, six under wins you the tournament. Uh, that's pretty famous, though, for the U.S. Open. Two under, one of them for the whole round. And a big day from Colin Morikawa. He had four under, and Zalatoris blew it, too. He was tied with him. So that was talking golf on Down the Wire. Well, a uh, crazy thing to add on is the not just Phil Mickelson getting cut mm. early, but a whole fuck ton of liv dudes got cut like uh what, what was the overall uh 10 liv tour members missed the cut at the u.s open kevin nod did dustin johnson dude like just was nuts or sorry that dustin johnson mickelson sergio garcia louis ustazen that's fucking nuts you know they don't they don't play with those Boston greens anymore. Those Saudi greens must run different. Messes yeah. you up. Yes. Yes. Next, uh, I have... Have you heard of this XFL lawsuit stuff going around? No. Oh, is that the... No, I... I no, I don't. Dude, they're getting sued by like 500 different people. Like For what? All over the place. Well, originally, I think it was from uh, Vince McMahon and... 
uh, who's firing. In, who's in a whole yeah, bunch exactly. of shit right now. Exactly. So this is very... So Vince McMahon firing of Oliver Luck looks like is not... It was for an illegitimate cause of some sort. And Luck was promised millions for this contract. And Vince doesn't want to pay him anything. Uh, their negotiations before they went to court lasted nine minutes, uh, apparently, according to Vince uh, and Oliver. So they are going to court now. Uh, and apparently it stems from the signing of Antonio Callaway. Do you remember the name? He played in Cleveland. Yeah, vaguely. Was he like a defensive back? Wide receiver. Okay, okay. Okay, so... Uh, Wrong he, side of the ball, but right. same Same, same, same vibe. Same vibe. Florida guy. He went to Florida, sure. if that makes any easier. Um, he... Apparently, Vince didn't like that Oliver allowed him to be signed by the league because Vince wanted to strongly stick to the uh, no-tolerance policy of, like, previous issues. Like, anyone who's had a previous altercation, uh, record, whatever it might be, didn't want it part of the league. And, mind you, Antonio Callaway had one possession of marijuana tickets, so Vince did not want him to play in the XFL, and that was the only reason why. Um, and Oliver Luck allowed him to play in the NFL or the XFL. He got fired two months later, and that's why Vince said he fired him. And it's a whole shit show. Kind of looks like a terrible investment for The Rock. Um, so we'll have to keep an eye out on that. I don't think well, we're going to see the XFL okay, but, anytime but soon. But that's that's different because Vince does not own the XFL anymore. No, he does not. So then, how does that affect? him there's another one with uh they're being sued by uh athletes uh for trademark infringements um like sue bird i think is even yeah yeah uh, another one we against. talked about this we talked about this because the logos are the x's are yep. so similar yep um in which sure like i don't know sue bird Just like saying like it's it's I think they've got multiple lawsuits. Shout out to Sue Bird uh, just announced that uh, next season will be her last. By the way, yeah, <laughs> let's go Sue Bird, the goat. Um, next I have I don't really have a third one, but since you didn't see this absolute moonshot by Dan Vogelbach, which I a hundred percent had to save and send to everyone. Um, I'm going to show you that and you can live react to that for my third quick hit. Okay. Does that sound good? Sounds good. Um, it was the farthest home run I've seen and hit in a minute. I don't know the actual metrics on it and I should have looked it up. It's probably like 345. It's not even all that far. <laughs> no, he launched this thing, man. I'm telling you, it, it was, I don't know why. Launch when I search, angle. When I search Dan Vogelbach on Twitter, it should be the first thing that pops up and it's not there. Yeah. Terrible. Well, <laughs> not, not a good thing. Um, let me go to the, I, not even I Twitter go, cares. Well, that's just so disrespectful to our short King. Um, I can't believe, uh, you weren't prepared with a third. I thought for sure you were going to talk about, uh, the basketball game, the basketball game, the one at AmFam. Oh no, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I I have to go to this uh, account then real quick, and I'll just cut like some of that. All right, this is this home run Dan Vogelbach hit. Uh, I think yesterday, and it was just absolutely launched off Dominic Leone. 
did it clear the wall? Yeah. Solid. Yeah. And and wait wait for the home run trot. Look at Dog, that. That's you. Look at that. That's wait, you. Just wait. And the bubble. Boom. Just not a fuck in the world given right there out of Dan. No, like he could only think about running. He if he if he wouldn't have thought about running, like if he wouldn't have put a hundred percent effort into running, he would have gotten too tired. I wonder if Dan just channels his hate that everyone's always given him for what he's been able to do on the baseball field and how he's been doubted his whole life because of his frame and for him to just swing a baseball bat that hard and send a baseball that far. Hear me out. T-shirt. First t-shirt idea. Well, picture. not the first idea. It'd be the first execution. Yes, first uh, a picture of Dan of Dan Vogelbach on a, a button up t shirt or button up shirt tie tucked into a pair of pants. He's got glasses on and a pipe, and it says Dad Vogelbach. Mm. There's something there. Yeah, there's something there. Yeah, Happy Father's Day. He is our daddy. All right, that's all I had for quick hits. Whoa. All right, hold on. I'm dying. Stop dying, you bastard. All right. My quick hits. You need this? No. Other way around. I need it? No. Oh, my fucking God. Okay, make sure you cut all of this as well. There was no reason to talk about that, you fuck. Uh, First things first. Dude, did you not hear what happened to fake Clay? Uh, yeah, that was pretty funny. Why weren't you talking about the Clay Thompson impersonator? I did permanently getting banned from Chase Center after his game five stunt. The no refunds kind of bullshit, right? No, like, dude, this guy fucked up. You think so? He tried to sneak in to, to the Chase Center, dude. To be fair, he didn't try. He did sneak in. And to be fair. He cooperated the whole he thing. Pulled, he pulled a Ryan Braun, though. He got, like, one of the security guards, like, permanently in trouble, lost her job. I'm just saying, you're a piece of shit. Looking like fat Clay Thompson. I mean, it's hilarious that that many people thought. Yeah, Dawson Gurley, uh, also known for his Clay Thompson impersonation. Uh, yeah, got got banned permanently for life i know uh with with quotes a statement being an individual falsely impersonated a warriors player in a deliberate attempt to access unauthorized area within chase center wow this results uh these actions have resulted in a lifetime ban from both the chase center and the kaiser permanente permanente arena which is like the the g league team in santa cruz that's nuts to me. <laughs> That's uh, just crazy. Whatever. Why would you do that, though? Why? It's funny. All I right. guess you can't do that anymore. I get it, but still. All right, my, my second one. Lost dude, 10 grand on his ticket. Sucks to suck, dude. Uh, yeah, second one. Do you hear what happened to Marcus Davenport? No. Uh, former, I believe, first-round pick yeah. uh, to the uh, Saints. Saints. Yeah, isn't that uh, who the Saints traded with the Packers with a couple yeah, of years ago? Yeah, it was ago? like a very questionable pick at the time. Sure. Uh, 
Catherine Terrell, uh, former first round pick Marcus Davenport had to quote, amputate part of his left pinky finger due to a re- reoccurring infection from a broken plate that had dates back to a football injury in college. Yep. Yeah. That's what? This, I dude, mean, this dude's about to be JPP. I was just going to say it. Yeah. Hey, we were all thinking it. Yeah, of course. Um, we'll have to see if Madden can realistically depict that next uh, generation. Just like this? Yeah. Right, pinky. Whatever. So pinky, it's got to be. Yeah. I mean. They're going to have like Simpsons hands. Yeah, dude. exactly. So we'll, we'll have to see. That's crazy. Um, hopefully it doesn't affect his play. Hopefully he can get a little resurgence from it. Fire him up a little bit. I don't know. Hey, man. Look. Is it going to affect his play? He has kind of been underwhelming, I think, as a pick. I think he had a decent year this last year. But he's been a project, so I don't know if this will halt anything or if it won't get in the way. If he needs a hand, all he has to do oh is Oh, my God, stop. What? I had a really good chip joke that I said it ruffles someone the other day. That was pretty good. That hit at work. Anyway, continue. Don't. Don't try to change the subject when I'm talking about this amputation, all right? Mm. Otherwise, I'll give you the finger. All right. <laughs> Last but not least, this one's uh, sports adjacent. Adjacent Herschel Walker. Remember that name? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, currently, Herschel Walker is running for Georgia Senate yep. right now uh, and uh, is in a pretty close race with uh, Senator Raphael Warnock. Uh, That's a chief... sick name. Yeah, Warnock. Raphael, too. Oh, okay. Uh, so the big deal with Herschel Walker is he is trying to reach out to the uh, African-American community and trying to uh, show support to them. Uh, specifically saying, quote, I, I want to apologize to the African-American community because... The fatherless home is a major, major problem. And in another one, uh, Walker also said that he needed to become father, uh, said men needed to become fathers to the fatherless children uh, in the neighborhoods with kids whose dads were not present in their lives. Right? Sound pretty deep. Uh, and if you if you need any more, in 2021, Walker also compared the dynamic of black fathers to um, family separations and slavery. So, like, he's really hammering this shit home. Okay? Hold on. It gets so much better. Uh, Unfortunately, though, the Daily Beast has reported on Tuesday that Walker has currently been hiding an illegitimate 10-year-old son who he has never met uh, since his birth over a decade ago. <laughs> You're speechless. Happy Father's Day, everyone. I, I yeah, I'm just not gonna comment. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Herschel Walker is crazy. Uh, he's an absolute, just ridiculous person. And episode seventy-two. Fuck that guy. Dude was a Minnesota Viking, so actual at like extra fuck you. Fuck you for being a shit ass dad. You are the Carmel Lone of the NFL. Oh god. Fuck you, Herschel Walker. That was down the politics. Uh 
Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our time. We enjoyed you listening in the distance, in our hearts, because we feel you every time you listen. Um, shout out to that guy in Kyrgyzstan listening right now, too. Um, you're my boy. Uh, now, if you like this episode, be sure you download us. You can download us anywhere you get your podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We post on Podbean, iHeart, Pandora, uh, some other shit probably has us. I don't know. And if you want, you can always check us out on thechairshot.com. Man, even Tiger Woods is hanging out with Charlie while he's busy boinking a billion women. Peace. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.